Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean out on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct and he shall direct your path. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He that keeps you will not slumber. The Lord is near, the Lord is near unto all them that call upon him. To all that call upon him in truth. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct. And he shall direct your paths. Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. I'm your host, Shola. Thank you for joining me. So <laughs> that was Trust in the Lord by Don Moen, a fabulous gospel minister. If you don't know him, listen to his music. He's been recording like for the past 30 or 40 years or thereabouts. Wonderful music. He has these um, songs where he just takes verses of scripture, turns them into songs, poems, you know, particularly from Psalms. And this that one is Trust in the Lord. I think, um, and Trust in the Lord is um, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and verse 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And the Lord just, you know, popped that song up in my heart this morning. And I just thought, you know what, let's kick off the music with it. And these are one of my, that th- that verse, uh, those verses are one of my iconic life verses, you know. Um, these are the things that, that one and then the other one that says, Commit thy ways unto the Lord and your thoughts shall be established. That was a later addition. But this trust in the Lord has been like you know there are some verses what i like about the bible is that there's a lot of information in the bible there's a lot if you have the opportunity to read and interact with as much of the information as you can fine wonderful but there are some verses that we should hold there and for all of us it to be different it's about our life experiences what we've been through what we've learned what god has shown us you know what our cries of our hearts is you know it, it differs for everybody but all of us should have a top three verses that I'm not talking passage and I'm not talking chapter, I'm not talking book, I'm not talking story. I mean a verse. Whether it is the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Whether it is greater is he that dwells in me than he that is in the world. Whether it is the Lord is near unto all them that call upon him. Whether it is I am um, because I dwell in the secret place of the most high, I shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Whatever it is, there should be one verse that you can always that is top of mind for you that speaks to you that is your as in if they're going to if if there's something they're going to write you know i mean as in it's your epistle it's just your verse and this one has been for me that guiding light trust in the lord with all your heart 
do not lean onto your own understanding. In fact, I think for me, that is the scripture that guides, if I want to say what guides my the way in which I deal with God and the way in which I I encourage myself or that the Lord counsels me to deal with him and how I respond to him and how I understand how my relationship should, with him should be, it's Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. And in every situation of life that I face, my challenge is about that trust it's that ability to trust in the Lord. My victory comes when I am able to trust in Him and do what that verse is. I shut down my mental, you know, capacity, my mental, my mental, how would I say? Um, what's the word now? My mental confidence, my the assurance in my mental abilities. I shut all of that down and I do not lean on it. And I like, you know, ah, the Bible authors, they're so, in fact, they're amazing. When it says, it doesn't, actually, actually, this the verse doesn't tell you to shut it down. It just says, do not lean on it. In other words, be aware of it. It is there. But that will not, it's not going to be your assurance. It's not going to be my rock. It's not going to be my pillar. It's not going to be my confidence. So I do not ignore it. I do not shut it down, but I do not rest on it. Because if I rest on it, it can't hold me. It's likely to make me fall. You know, it's like when you want to sit on a chair, you have to first make sure it can take your weight. When you want to lean on a pillar, make sure it's a solid pillar that can take your weight before you lean on it. Otherwise, something really nasty is going to happen. So it says don't lean onto your own understanding. In all your ways, and that verse 6 is, is, is where it really closes it in. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In other words, bring him in. Um, the last musing that we did, which I think was yesterday or the day before, we talked about you know the fact that you know um, learning to trust um, God and to walk with Him. We we're talking about prayer and things like that. And it says, you know, I was I, I was I was realizing that I should pray more because I found out that whenever I invited God into things in my life, it made a big difference. So. When he says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. God is not going to insert himself into my life, into the conversation around my life, unless I invite him. So this is what he says. He says, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And you know, I've been reading the book of Genesis all the way. For the first time in my life, I started reading from Genesis. I never ever read from, I mean, as in, I cherry pick in the Old Testament. I'm just one of those people. I just don't have, I mean, as in, you know, there's some dense content there. So, you know, and I guess a lot of us are like that. So typically I would normally read Genesis. I would read Exodus. Yes, fascinating story. Leviticus, I jump. Numbers, I tend to jump. Deuteronomy, I cherry pick. Judges, I don't think I've ever read until this year. And that's because I'm on a course that is making me read them. And I, I, I really felt, thank God, we had a wonderful teacher, Dr. Tim Mackey, online lectures. And he's really helped me to like be able to interact with those dense literature. He walks us through it and all that. And what I found out is that in every stage of the Bible stories and the stories that God, interactions that God had with men, he always wanted them to acknowledge him before his direction came. The Bible says, when the children of Israel went to inquire of the Lord, anytime they went to battle, God would tell them whether they should go or they should not go. Anytime they went without inquiring him, in fact, the ruin was always great. The defeat was as an iconic. And you would wonder, ah, but God, they were your people. Why couldn't you have stopped them? But you know, he's just that's just the way he is. He doesn't come to a party uninvited. He doesn't visit your house except you, uh, you have you 
you the door is open or you've invited him in that's just how it is which is why we have a world of a whole lot of people questioning his existence and god is not in you know he's not going around making you believe that he exists he's just not interested in that in fact there's a parable that jesus talked about where um the parable of i think the rich fool you know the rich fool after he died and then he was then telling Abraham, you know, he saw Abraham in Abraham's bosom and was telling Abraham that, please go, you know, can you send people to my family so that they will know that there's a place like hell and they will not come there. And then Abraham said to him, they have the prophets, let them listen to the prophets. And then the rich man now replied to Abraham, this is a parable by the way, so hypothetical of probably of what really happened. And then the rich man replied to Abraham and said, no, but if you send prophets, if you send somebody from the dead, they will believe. Then Abraham replied to the rich man and said, if they did not believe the prophets, they would not believe even if somebody comes from the dead. And when I was much younger, I used to read that and think that, no, but that's not really true. Now, if people saw somebody that woke up from the dead, they would believe it. But now I realize as I'm older that, no, they won't. Because people will question. Even I, I will question. I mean, if you like, come from the dead and tell me. Because I'll be like, how do I know you were dead? How do I know you were, where you went to? How do I know who you spoke with? You know, I mean, there'll be so many people coming back and saying all kinds of things. So really, somebody saying that they came back from the dead is not really going to change anything. You know, people who maybe know that person before, they may believe the person because they know the person, but I don't know you. I'm not going to believe you. So what I can lay my own life on, what I can, is, is the word of God, which is timeless, which is proven, which is not dependent on anybody's unique experience, but is validated in many places by other scriptures, other verses that came about in different spaces and times, and that I have also tested in my own life, that I can lay my heart on. So, the long and short of what I'm, you know, of what I'm saying before I digress too much, is that God does not come uninvited, which is why when we receive him, you also have to say, you know, you, you have to ask God to come into your life before he saves you. It's, it's just the way he is. And I think because he has always, he, he has always given us choice. He's always been that kind of God that he, ne- he never wanted us to live like zombies. He never wanted to control us. If he wanted to make us like zombies, we would not have free will. So it was always important for to him that we would have our free will and our choice choose between sin and righteousness life and death you know good and evil he's always made that possible and even on earth i think all of us see that every day we all have these ethical choices we have to face every day should i treat this person like this or you know this person has done me wrong should i take revenge this this situation has happened should i tell the truth should i lie so we all have those choices and that's just the way god has made it and he doesn't even when we choose to do wrong it's not like you see one angel coming from heaven and judging you immediately he allows you to experience you know go through life continue doing those wrong things until the day you know our cup is full my cup is full your cup is full and then the consequences of all what we've been the seeds we've been sowing come out you know whether it's good or evil and that's just the way the world is so I think the reason why God is really bringing this up to me now is because there's a lot that I'm involved with and there's a tendency for me, I'm not kind of person that just likes to get things going, I always just rush into implementing things and not spend that time asking God to direct my paths and I think that's what he's reminding me today, that I should trust in him with all my heart, I shouldn't lean on to my own understanding because actually I have natural capacity and that's the thing because when you have capacity to do things, and the, this is not capacity that you brought from heaven. It's capacity that God has blessed you with. You just turn up. You just get things going and you feel, well, I can do it and all of that. 
But God is not saying, he's saying that don't rest on that because there are things, even in this thing that, even in this situation and context that you think you've got it all covered, there's, there are a lot of ifs, there's a lot of unknowns, and there's also an enemy that is trying to stop you. So if you want me to be able to help you with those things that you do not have a line sight of, you need to trust in me. You need to recognize that there are things outside of your control. Do those things that you know that are within your control and your wisdom and your discretion and your knowledge and your unction to do. But acknowledge me and ask me to come in to guide you in the how, even in those things that you know that you have the power and the strength to do. Acknowledging that without me you can do nothing and that your life is hidden in Christ with God and that you are a servant of the Most High God and that your life on this earth must be an expression of His glory, of His praise, of His presence, of His power, of His love, of His wisdom and divination. And that even when this path is your path it doesn't make sense until it becomes the path that he leads you on so yeah so that's um so he's just saying that i should acknowledge him and i think why god is reminding me of this is because there's a lot that i'm doing in my life right now and i really need i actually in fact i think i, I myself i need his help i i there's just a lot and i think something just happened this morning that made me realize that even what I thought was cut and dried, I really need to invite him into the process and say, Lord, okay, so, so Father, um, I'm just bringing you into the situation of things that I need to do. You know what it is. And I just acknowledge that I ask that you take control, give me the wisdom on how I need to, what I need to do, the steps I need to take, and I need you to go ahead of me and make every crooked place straight. And I commit this unto you. I cannot do it by myself. I need your wisdom. I need your guidance. I need your strength. The new assignments that I've been giving, the um, paths that I, I am working on and the things that I'm doing, I just need you to help me with them, you know, and you know what I'm talking about. Offline, I'll talk a little bit more in more detail and just ask that you take control. So, yeah, I, 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 I have no choice but to trust you, but I'm inviting you, asking you now to come and take charge of everything, the whole process. Um, first of all, the professional work that I have to do right now from beginning to end, give me the wisdom, the strength, and take authority of the relationships that I have to work through, and just help me with the wisdom of how to do it, you know, so that I can do things well, fast, speedily, close it out, and there'll be no issues in Jesus' name. The same thing with the other personal issues that I'm working on, Father, I ask for your wisdom, I ask that you go ahead of me, make every crooked time, play straight, and help me to hit the deadline, and according to the schedule that you have demanded for us as well. And, you know, every place that you intended for me to be in, Father, let it be possible for me to get there by your wisdom, by your grace. Let your ministry angels walk on my behalf. And let everything that is not planted by you, let it be cast out of the way in the name of Jesus. Take absolute preeminence on everything that has to do with the professional plans and the work that I'm taking on, as well as the personal plans, the relationships, the, the processes, the administrative processes, the, the paths that I'm taking, the decisions that need to be taken, the choices, the language, the content that I'm creating, and everywhere that my name shows up and the names of all those around me, that everything that has to do with what you have asked me to do. Father, I put it under your blood and ask that you order it aright for your purpose and your plan in Jesus' name. And help me to walk this path, not in my own understanding, in my own power, but in the understanding and with the power of that you will give me. For in Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. So, um, thank you for um, joining me in that prayer. And if you're also facing this situation, whatever it is you're going, I will encourage you, us, all of us, because this is really more for me than 
for anyone else listening but if god blesses you through this and, you need, and this is needful for you as well then please trust in the lord with all your heart whatever situation it is god does not come into situations uninvited don't assume he knows he knows but he needs your permission to get involved he needs your permission to lead you he needs your permission you 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 won't even i mean he can't even lead you except you follow you know what i'm saying he can't lead you except you ask for his leading so please read proverbs 3 um chapter um proverbs proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 and do what it says trust in him with all your heart bring the situation before him do not lean on to your own understanding acknowledge him as god and ask that he will direct your paths and so shall he do in jesus name So thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.